Muy buenas tardes, gracias por estar aquí sincronizados con nosotros en la localidad. Enchúpame, aceleré. Radio Calía, get it up now. Radam Cowboy, Radio Calía. Let's go. Was that a good intro? Yeah. Este. Hello, or, everyone. Or, or should this be the intro? Estás escuchando Radio Calía. Quédate sincronizado. Bueno, call in and tell us which one you like more. <laughs> Welcome back, Caro. Hello. How was your weekend? Hello. It was good. It was good. It was chill. Yours? Good. A lot of a lot of events over the weekend. I had the Arsenal soccer game in the morning, y luego el UFC, y luego el Sunday see? formula. Where'd you see the fight? Here at the house. We went oh, to yeah. we went to the lake because they were doing like, a, they were selling like food and arts and crafts and stuff. Nice. Went to go get some food, y luego we came back, everyone fell asleep, but I saw the fight by myself here. No. Everyone fell asleep. Yeah. Pero no, no but it was good. Did you see like the the fights before like the main card? Or you started like with the main card? No, as mass, I started like halfway through oh, the main damn. card. Oh damn. You? No, I saw Cody and someone before him. So I saw like That was a prelim. Much. Yeah, I saw the prelims. Hey, um, can you can you hear me good? Yeah, I hear you super good. For those of you on the audio only, if you want the video, sign up for our Patreon. On the audio <laughs> only, I got the I got the you're calling on a recorded line headset <laughs> <laughs> with the mic. So I want to thank I, the listeners. You listen. We at Radio Calia listen, and we invested in a, how may I take your call? <laughs> I feel like I'm on a call with, like, customer, like, support. Hey, we support your UFC drought. We're here to, we're here to give you a little, a little UFC rain. So you started off with the prelim Cody fight. I started off with Cody, yeah. El Cody como que ya no, no. Dude, at the post-press conference, they asked Dana, they asked Dana White, like, hey, did you watch Cody? Because they always ask him about, like, all of the fights, like, prelims, main card, whatever. And <laughs> he literally was like, nah, I was in the back. Like, I was busy, like, doing something. That's the only, <laughs> the only fight that he said, like, I was busy. Every other fight, he was like, I saw it. I saw it. I was there. I yeah, just we, think we... on his last leg, he wasn't the same after, I think he got the vaccine. And he just, like, wasn't the same after that. <laughs> <laughs> he got the Pfizer. <laughs> he 
got the Pfizer. He got. And he the... was done. <laughs> done. He's out. But no, cooked. for real, I think he said something about it, or after COVID, or something like that. Like he just wasn't his este... body. But nah, but he. I remember him falling off hard before. I remember, like, I don't know if it was like a TJ TJ Dillashaw fight. Remember him? Yeah. That they would fight, but yeah. So you saw that fight, and then what was after the fight? Um, was I it think, yeah, the main card. I think after him, it was the main card. So we hey, could get like a hey, fa- hey, favorite snacks for UFC fights. Dude, I go to Dave and Buster's to see all <sighs> UFC. I'm yeah, some wings. Some fucking wings. Some some apps. Some appetizers. Some pizza drinks if you want to like Dave and Buster's is where it's at for the fights and people like show up like yeah people like UFC fans are like there so it's it's always a good time yeah but I like it I like it when like when the pone el ambiente yeah everyone's just yelling you don't even you don't even know what's going on yeah and then like you could tell like it's very like there's a bunch of mexicans like every time there's like a mexican fighter like everyone's like rooting for them and shit uh, speaking on mexican fighters as the one one did you see any well the main card i didn't see i didn't see any of the first three fights i'm gonna be honest with you bueno well, the the how do you say his name jeff neal and Safkat, that one i saw a little bit so Bo Nickel is like coming up. He's like the guy now. Did you know that? Is that a penny for your thoughts or Bo Nickel? No. Yeah, he was like, I think he was in the contender series. Like he's coming up. He hasn't lost like any of his fights. He's like comes from like a collegiate background, like super well trained, like super just like crafty in how he fights. Hey, he's he's undefeated, no. He's undefeated. Yeah, he won the fight. Like, he, everybody was saying, like, he's all hype. Like, is he going to really, like, perform? Everybody's putting, like, a lot of, like, hype on his name. And he did. Like, he performed. I think he choked um, Jamie out. I don't remember how it ended, but it was, like, a good fight. Este, I was here going to search up his stats, but I'll, I'll look at it later. And then the next fight, did you see that next fight? Matt, I don't know how to say his name. Matt, Matt Gamron. Gamron, yeah. Yeah. At the press conference, they're like, I'll just call you Gamron because I don't want to butcher your first name. <laughs> his like first name is pronounced. But that was a super good fight. Super good fight. Este, one of the first one we should say, the Bo Nickel fight, it was a submission in round one. Right? Round Pretty one. quick. Pretty quick. Este, I, I got his record right here. He's 4-0. Four and out. So yeah, and like sub- submission first round, like he literally like came out and like performed. And, and his opponent, Jamie Pickett, thirteen and nine, no experienced, experienced. So yeah, you know, good win for Bo. Yeah, and that's and, just uh, like a, like go Bo. Ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I just said that's a dope name, like Bo. Hey, remember Bo. we had a neighbor, El Bo. Oh really? I don't remember that. You remember? Nah. He would he would make me and Andy run basketball drills in the driveway. Perate, <laughs> You're like a oh. year older than us. <laughs> 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 Fucking making me 
making uh, his run drills and like, hey, I play soccer, man. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, so yeah. I didn't see it. That one went to a decision. But you said that one was good? Yeah, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. So that one was decision. And then the welterweight fight, Jeff Neal. And I don't know how to say this guy's name. Dude, that was, or, uh, Avka? I don't know. Avka. It was a good fight. Like, they both, like, performed. But, like, Shavka at the end, like, caught him super bad and just choked him out. Hey, so I'm seeing here, Shavka, or however you say his name, I'm sure we're saying it wrong. Yeah. This guy's name, I mean, this guy's record, 17-0. and 0. I've yeah. never heard about him. I've never heard about him. Me either. Up until this fight, I had never heard about him. There you go. Just made a name for himself. Yeah, for sure. Like he really like had a good fight. So for sure, like I'm sure he'll have like a good next fight. And then that one, he won submission round three. Then we go to the co-main event. Women's flyweight. You had Bullet Valentine and Alexa Grasso. We who'd, came out. Would you have? Who'd you have winning in the fight? Honestly, yeah. I'm completely honest. I had Valentina. I had Valentina because she just hasn't like lost literally up until this point. I think she was like nine. Like she had won nine fights before, like the previous fight on Saturday. So like she was really becoming like an undefeated fighter and she was looking at fighting Amanda Nunes because Dana was like at this point she's won she's competed against everybody nobody could stand up against her she like she's too advanced she was gonna fight up against Nunes but then I mean at this point now it's like that's not even a part of the question she's not gonna be able to because she doesn't have the belt but I had Valentina going in just because you know she was undefeated like for the last nine fights and she's just amazing i think she's a super good fighter so i honestly i had her but i was rooting also for alexa just because she's mexican and i knew she was gonna be like the first mexican woman to ever win one so i was either or i was happy if alexa won and if valentina won i was like damn that's great for her legacy so either one i was kind of supporting them both yeah i had bullet winning also este i made some notes here she was winning all the rounds everything and she she submitted like alexa like once or twice once or two times in each round like like alexa had to do something like knock her down but yeah like towards the towards the third round she she started like catching on catching on to her and she was boxing good she was boxing good but was Valentina was doing good in in the wrestling and and yeah just I guess she just turned it off for one second spinning kick spinning kick Alexa jumped on her back went straight for the throat and choked her out like it was dude in a like less than a minute it's like and that's like the cool thing about UFC, like, you never fucking know. Like, the way that Alexa did it was honestly, like, amazing. I wasn't expecting it. Nobody was expecting it. And she did it, like, beautifully. She even, like, there's a picture of how, like, how, how, tight. Sh- 
how tight she had like the choke that it looked like Valentina had like a sunburn because the like this part of like the upper part of her face was so like <laughs> white like she had her so bad and so that was like a crazy move on Alexa and well deserved honestly yeah este I've been following her for a while like on Instagram she'll go train and stuff and I think she's yeah. like in Guadalajara and stuff yeah she um, was born so she made her debut in 2012 with Invicta that's like an MMA for all women and then she joined the UFC in 2016 she lost to Carla Esparza in 2019 but that fight she won fight of the night and then in 2020 she moved up to flyweight she beat Macy Barber in, in UFC 258 two years ago and last year, she beat Joanne Wood and Vivian Araujo. I just know two of those four ladies, but she got her shot. She had been she had been undefeated since twenty since two thousand nineteen. That's so, crazy. So she got her shot, and but she took advantage, and now we got three Mexican yeah. UFC champions. Well, two for sure, and one interim. Yeah, and I really liked her message. She was saying in um. I was watching like the countdown for UFC. They do like an hour long kind of recap of the fighters and their journey and so forth. She's a she, she's a Mexican uh, Spanish analyst. Yeah, and she was saying like, you know, I come from Mexico. I come from Guadalajara, and you know, the violence that women are faced with in Mexico is like crazy, like to an like a crazy extent. And so the fact that I'm up here like representing women, and you know giving like young women the idea that like you know you could protect yourself and you don't I don't know she has a super good message and she came out on top so good for her good for her yeah that was a good fight it's the the so the three champions are who we just mentioned Alexa Grasso flyweight champion first Mexican-born woman champion Brandon Moreno the baby face assassin flyweight champ first mexican born i like this guy because he like collects like uh funko pops and all this stupid yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> making legos and shit he's cool y luego the other guy yeah rodriguez el pantera interim featherweight champ i i heard but i saw his last fight like live and i was like and he performed like extremely well you saw so it live? Was, yeah, I saw it live. It was Where? super good. Dave and Buster's. <laughs> like oh, he, oh, I thought yeah. you meant like at the at in the arena. I don't oh, know why. No. <laughs> oh, See, so you I saw will. you saw pay-per-view live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw like his pay-per-view like live. Hey, have you ever bought any pay-per-views? Yeah, I bought I How bought many? I bought Charles Oliveira because I knew he was getting pay-per-view. I only buy them when I know that they're getting pay-per-view money and when I know that, like, they, like, need the support. Get me? Le, le estabas pichando. Yeah, like, not, but, like, I like to support. I don't know. I think that... Support your very, Yeah, there's very few that, I, that I've bought, honestly, but that's the last one that I bought was Charles versus islam i've i've i haven't bought one by myself but i've split a couple 
Yeah, splitting them is always nice. Yeah, because it's like 20, 30 bucks, no mas. Yeah, which is good. So it's like, eh, está bueno. It's like a night out at the movies. Yeah, and how we see it is like, dude, if we buy the pay-per-view, it's going to be around 60 plus food and stuff. Like, if you go to Dave & Buster's and just buy food, it's going to be the same thing. And you watch it, like, with Bigger screen, screen better sound. Environment. There's, like, people also getting into it, so it's, like, fun. Yeah. Este... And then you had the main event. Main event. Bones Jones. Come back. The goat. The goat. Like este... official. It was never not official, but he just like, I don't know. He blew it out of the water, man. That was a great fight. I was going to say if, if he's champ champ, but on all right, this was his first back. Yeah, they said, and new. And new, yeah. Who's the lightweight right now? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm checking here the I, website real quick. Real quick. Who has the bell right now? That's true. Islam, no. Light heavyweight. Oh, that's the hill. It, he just won it, no? Jamal it is Hill. His, or wait. He just won it like last month, I think. Is Jamal Hill the one that won? Or wait. Like... No, yeah. Double check your stats, dude. <laughs> it's Jamal Hill. Oh, okay. Okay. Or no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking it up. No, I got the sources. Trust me. No, yeah, I think I got is, the yeah. I got the trust me, bro. Sources. Anyways, it went off topic. Bones Jones, what do you think of his first fight back? Dude, coming into it, let's get like my thoughts behind it. Where I was watching Embedded all week, he seemed in great spirits, dude. Like every interview, every Embedded video, he seemed super on point. David Goggins was like coaching him throughout like this time. He was like super like strong-minded. Like he looked in super good spirits. Like genuinely, I was like, dude, he looks good. And the weigh-ins, like everything. He looked when he weighed in and when he was like face to face with Gone, I was like, you know what? Like they look like a pretty like similar size, like in terms of like height and weight. So I was like, he has a good chance. Like, the only thing is, like, Gan has good footwork. But, you know, John is John. And coming into it, I knew, like, he would get the W. But I was still, like, you just never know with UFC. Like, they could clip you at any moment. Especially with heavyweight. Heavyweight's, like, a different game. And he was also, like, going up um, to heavyweight. So I was like, damn, I don't know. But knew he would get it. And first round, I honestly, like... I didn't think it was over. I was like, wait, was that it? Right. Because I thought he was just like putting pressure like on the on the back of his head, like on the neck. And I was like, oh, he's just tiring him out, putting his weight on the neck or like le va chingar el cuello or something, you know, he's going to. But no, they, they did a camera change, a camera angle change. And I, you saw the, the freaking arm underneath the chin. 
Yeah. But like he was he was like grabbing him from the front so you couldn't really see it from that first camera angle that they had. Yeah. So so yeah, it was unexpected de repente. Super I just unexpected. Saw him tap and then I was like, "What?" I know so, I just yeah. see like this and I'm like, "Dude, that's it." Literally like everybody's going crazy, I'm going crazy, like crowd is going crazy. I saw the reaction of like his dad and his brothers, they're going crazy like Damn, it was like to come back and to end it like that first round. Like, I mean, Dana White said, like, there's no debating it. Like, there's he's the greatest of all time. You think he's the he greatest moved, of all time? He moved up a weight class, dude. Like, he moved up a weight class, like, heavyweight. He hadn't fought in three years. Like, to come back like that and win against, dude, yeah, that it's zero. Cyril's one of the best fighters in the planet right now. Like, he after the fight he called out Stipe. I think he'll beat Stipe. I think Stipe is a good matchup. I think that's a super good matchup. I think it's smart. Stipe dominated the heavyweight, you know, class for a really long time. He's like the guy to beat, but also Stipe has been out for years. Like, I don't know how he's gonna perform. But Stipe is tall. He does have a good reach. Like, it's very different than Gan. Gan has footwork. Gan has just, like, a different plan. Stipe will, like, stand up with Jones and kind of duke it out with him, I guess. But do you think Jones would duke it out? I think Jones would get more. Well, he gets, he, you don't know how he's going to end up fighting. Like, he's super arty with how he fights. Flying elbows, like he's he's doing it all. If he wants to stand up, he'll stand up. If he's gonna go to the ground, he'll go to the ground, no problem. Yeah, but my, the, he's go ahead, gonna go win every fight. I think that's my opinion. The closest fight I've ever seen of John Jones was when he fought um, the Reyes guy, and it was a, I think that's the one where it was just puro kicking, and they had to like both leave. Like they both had to be carried out and they were both like in wheelchairs after that fight. And yes. they gave it, it was a split decision to Jones. I, I, I think the other guy won, but it was I'm just a casual, but that was just brutal kicking. So yeah, I mean, it, I guess it depends on the fighter, what this guy would do, Jones. Dude, Jones studies you like no business. Like he'll be studying you from the day that he gets a call from Dana White telling him, you have a fight with Stipe. And he already said, he's like, I've already been training for Stipe too. Like, he's already training for that. And so there's International Fight Week is in July for UFC. And, I mean, they're saying that it might the fight might happen in July. I heard that date also in July. Gonna be in Las Vegas, International Fight Week, UFC. So if that ends up happening, dude, that's gonna be huge. But they're they're usually three month training camps, no? Yeah, but I'm I so mean like April, May, June. That's three months in July. Yeah. And he said he was like, I didn't get hurt during this fight. So for me to just go back into training is gonna be no problem. Which makes sense. Yeah, este and then on Twitter, Francis Ngannou tweeted out, good job, Johnny Boy. And then he kind of like signed off on it, the heavyweight king. What do you think of Ngannou, Jones? 
bro, you can't say that if you're not the heavyweight king right now. Like, you don't have the title. You had it. Like, in my opinion, it's just, it's redundant. But, I mean, all respect to Francis. I think he's one of, like, the greatest to ever do it, too. I just don't, I don't know, man. I think, I think if you're in the UFC, this had to happen. You had to get rid of Nganu so he can give up the title. So Jones can come back and he can win it. And then you have a potential Nganu Jones for the belt with Jones already like a he has one fight under his belt back. But Nganu, like you gotta make up your mind, man. Are you gonna box or are you gonna UFC? You can be calling out, you know, or making uh, contracts or talks with Tyson Fury and then be calling out Jones when you won't even sign the UFC contract. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. The tweet, I get it. It could be promo. It could be like just like a business savvy move. He knows that people are on his page looking at what he might say, what he thinks about the fight, so forth. So I guess it's smart on his end. He's getting likes. He's getting the views. But, I mean, all in all, it's what you said. Like, make like he's not coming back to UFC. And Dana said it. Like, Dana negotiated with him for years. And he said no. So, it's just like, come on. Like, get out of, like, the UFC talks and just, I don't know. Yeah, come on, Nganu. Yeah. So, but- then there was a quote from Dana White. I don't know when. But he, John Jones, definitely fighting Stipe. So that one, yeah, it looks like in July. The future of the heavyweight, Puss. You think Jones is here to stay? I think Jones is here to stay. Dana White was saying, like, you know, the fight with Stipe is happening. That's for sure. But after that, Dana was like, I don't know. Like, he might retire. He might not. But Jones was saying, like, performances whenever he was talking about like his future he kept saying like performances so to me I think he's gonna have more than one fight I don't think he'll stay for an extremely long time you know he's also I don't know what age he is he's in his 30s so I think he's gonna have a good run in heavyweight and just fly out like that you think he'll he'll do he'll become double champ he'll move down to lightweight light heavyweight I think he's staying at heavyweight, my prediction. I think he stays at heavyweight. He retires at heavyweight and says, you know, I did everything I I could at light heavyweight. I did everything I could at heavyweight. I'm the greatest of all time. I'm out. That's a good way to go out. Rides out in the sunset with a huge check from Dana. And then you put here Henry Cejudo's prediction of the fight. Accurate prediction. What do you mean by that? What happened? Yes, dude. Did you not see? There's a, and I should have clipped it. There's a video of, you know, how Henry Cejudo, like, sometimes he'll coach, he'll go with fighters, like, before the fight, and they'll do, like, a little training session for, like, one, two days. And so Henry goes with Jones before the fight just to train with him for, like, a day or something. And because, dude, honestly, like, you got to give it up. Henry Cejudo is, like, an Olympian like has a gold medal double champ like he's super good and especially at coaching from what i've seen and so he literally predicts the fight dude 
He predicts the fight, the exact position, everything. He predicts it. And he tells Jones, like, if you're, like, caught how he was in that first round, he's like, you got to learn how to, like, move the position and just, like, end it. And he did exactly that. And so I'll I'll send you the clip, but if anybody, like, watched that clip, like, you know what I'm talking about. It's a super good clip. And he tweeted it out. If you want to search it up, he tweeted it. Yeah, I'll definitely look at that um, yeah. after the call. So we got 10 minutes left because we're still using the free version. And then earlier you said the, um, bueno, let's, let's just get this one out of the way. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was also there. Jake Gyllenhaal with cut. Todd. Mans was cut. Dude, bulking season. And what this was this is for a movie, right? And so this is Jake Gyllenhaal was there for the movie coming up that's called Roadhouse. And so essentially, it's about an ex UFC fighter that used to fight and so forth, but he ends up just quitting, going to a roadhouse and working there. And so I think he's like kind of out of the game. And I think the premise of the movie is going to be like him coming back to the game and like doing his thing. Yeah, because the first one, I've never seen the first movie. I think it's with Patrick Swayze Roadhouse. But the first one is just about a bouncer at a bar. So I was thinking, why are they recording the UFC? Maybe he used to work at the UFC. They hired him as a bouncer at the bar and then that's the new movie mm. predictions did you ever I see the first one no i never saw i've never seen roadhouse i have no idea yeah so it's like a movie from like the 80s i think oh wow yes but that's what it's about the guy's a bouncer and he's it's just at a bar beating everybody up so but oh yeah oh, come on make the move to like be a real fighter See, he was a real fighter. Like maybe like in the movie, like how's this guy beating everyone up? Like, oh, he used to be a UFC fighter. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Just predictions. But he You know, he was there with Connor, no? Yeah. So it all starts with the weigh-ins. At the weigh-ins, they come out, Connor comes out as a surprise and he says, Hey, y'all are all about to be a part of my movie. Everyone's going crazy. He's there, like, Jake Gyllenhaal comes out, the other co-star comes out, they do the fake, like, weigh-ins, it looks dope, Jake's doing his thing, like, it's amazing. And so I thought that was it, but then at UFC 285, like, fight of the night, he's literally there, and they are filming, too. And so everybody got to be a part of the movie. Whoever was at UFC 285 is coming out in Roadhouse, which I think is, like, super cool. That's cool. Imagine just being there like a just an NPC and then just coming out. Hello. Um, and Dana said, like, I usually don't do these things, but the director is like super cool. He has like a lot of experience with like, I think, like fighting movies and stuff and like the business. So Dana, like, let it fly. And he was like, it was a cool experience, like dope. And honestly, like for everyone there, it was probably an amazing experience. So I think that's super cool. I think Connor's going to make like a good debut um, acting career with this movie. I think it was like the right choice to make. Yeah, not not Fast, fast Five, Ronda Rousey, no. <laughs> <laughs> este, 
Injustice. Yeah, I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. He makes good, he makes good movies. Donnie Darko. Super good movies. Southpaw. I never saw that one. Is it good? That one's Dude. a boxing one, no? Southpaw is one of the greatest movies ever. I've seen it a couple of times. Like, more than... Or nah, I don't know if I'll see it tonight because I'm still trying to catch up with Star Wars Rebels, but I'll add it to the list for sure. Like, either this weekend, next, whenever you have time, watch Southpaw. I think it's on Netflix. And it's a super, like, dude, he's also, like, ripped. Southpaw, that's left-handed, right? That means you're left-handed? Yeah, and then... Or something like that, I don't know. All cast is, like, super good, too. Rachel McAdams comes out... And, like, the storyline, like, from the first, like, 30 minutes, you're, like, I'm bought in. And it's just, like, a super good movie throughout. So, you'll like it. You'll really, like, you'll really like it. Este, he has this other movie called Nightcrawler or something, where he's, like, some weird paparazzi guy. Oh, really? I've never seen that one. Esa está buena. Y luego there's another one where he's, like, a 911. Oh, I wanted to see that one, but I haven't. And, and he's, like... He's like, uh, I think they kidnapped the kid or something. And he's like, where are you? And then, um, I don't know, I left in a white truck or something. And and they're like, hey, you're supposed to be a 911 dispatcher. You can't just stay like on one call. It's like, oh. where are you calling from? Hello, yeah, it's, it sends them to the next, you know, police car or whatever. But it's all right. I don't know. I this movie i was like trying to look for a release date i couldn't find one but i know it's gonna be super good especially because they're getting like authentic like footage and literally like dc's in it bruce um what's his last name bruce buffer bruce buffer Buffer. it's time yeah uh john anik like everybody that's in ufc except for joe rogan is is coming out in it's the coming movie. out in the movie Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah. Este and and so the and then yeah, lastly the UFC embedded series. Those are like vlogs on YouTube, right? So UFC embedded series are like vlogs. Basically, they're like around ten minutes, and they start on Monday, go out throughout like the week, and follow each fighter, like the main card fighters, on their journey towards the fight. And so the last vlog that they put out is like the weigh-ins and so you're always like caught up you're always seeing behind the scenes it's super cool um so I do, you, do you recommend it like low behind the scenes i recommend it to everyone dude i that's what's gotten me like more hooked more than anything is like the behind the scenes and seeing how they train how they cut weight you literally like they're in there like while they're in the hotel room like you're seeing them at their house at their crib like they're wearing slides like it's super cool like you see their family sometimes like pop in and out on the so road before going to the gym put on some yeah. embedded ufc literally yeah and and it also like it, it gets you prepped for the fight i've rewatched like um the connor versus khabib one and the Connor versus Dustin embedded ones, um, a couple times just because they're super cool videos. Like sometimes, like they'll be at what we just don't see as fans is like sometimes we'll do they're in the same hotel, and so UFC embedded like the videographers that are with them will capture like certain moments that you're like ah shit like 
I didn't know that like that even went down. And in one video, like Dustin and and Connor at like the hotel and they're telling each other shit like in the lobby. And it's like, dude, it's entertaining. Get me like you see just so much behind the scenes. Dustin Poirier. Yeah, the diamond. Hot, hot sauce, the diamond. And then uh, the ultimate fighter, Conor McGregor is going to coach with Michael Chandler. Are you going to see that? Yes, I'm starts seeing May, it. Starts May 30, runs through August 15. So it's going to be like a summer TV show on I'm ESPN. Ready. And a little, uh, a little information that was given out from Dana was that drama was already happening. Like there is a possible like physical altercation already he was like some shit went down that i just didn't want to go down so for sure they're saving it for the yeah they're saving it dana is this man he's it up i'm i'm pumped i'm ready to see it hey i don't think i'm gonna edit this at all i'm just gonna upload it like that that's cool so we got a minute left do you want to take us out Yeah, well, this was cool. And thanks for listening, guys. Tune in. Ya escuchaste a la locutora Carolina aquí en Radio Calia. Yeah. Pues thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bueno, see you in the next one. Yeah, see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, guys.